This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. My talkers, I was going to wish you all a happy, but I'm not going to because we all know Lori does not like a happy. I'm not going to say it, but hey, you guys, thanks for joining us on this Monday. Beep, beep, beep. beep I know. Beep, I just beep. can't take happy Monday. It's, it's like <laughs> it's toxic fine. positivity. It's toxic just too much to handle. Well, let's have some fun with Lori and Julia here. It needs a new name, though. I do agree with you on that one. I do. It seems lazy to call it happy Monday. It's like, how's the weather? Or weather's bad outside. No yes, crap. It, it is. is. I see it every day. I agree with you on that one. <laughs> okay, so, um, you know, we were all excited last week um, talking about thinking about the Janet Jackson documentary that aired on Annie and Lifetime on Friday and Saturday night and had killer ratings. Oh yeah, I'm just Everyone reading Everyone was watching serious. it. It had really, really good ratings and it was a four-hour two-part movie that had never before seen footage and I started reading Neil Justin's review on Friday morning Okay, and I thought, no, I don't want to read the rest of this because he just saw the first two hours and did a review on that okay. and I mean, um, you know, he starts out, he got off to a promising start, and I would agree with Neil on that, because it starts off, Janet's in a limousine, and she's going to Gary, Indiana, and um, I'm watching it with the girl, and she said, oh, yeah, you know, I've gone to that house. You can go to the Jackson family home. She's like 600 square feet, two bedroom, you know, that nine people lived in this house. You know, she wow. said it was just incredible. But right. Janet's in the limo going to her old family home because I think they moved to California like in 1974 or whatever it was. She hadn't been back since they left and they're going around a corner and there's a mural of her brother's um, much like the one in Chan Hassan, you know, of Prince on sure. the side of it. It's yeah. huge and it's in black and white. And she just was like, that's how I think when I think of my brothers, I think of that look, you know, because yeah. sometimes, you know, you always can see your siblings and you see the little kid yeah, sure. or the younger side of each other. And she got very emotional. And, I got, and the girl and I were like, oh, this is going to be good. Right. Even though Janet Jackson and her brother Randy are the executive producers, which is this, red flag number yes. one. Because as Neil wrote, biographies controlled by their subject matters often come across as propaganda even if that's not their intention and that's certainly the case here that's when i quit reading it so um and it was interesting but it was bland it's she's bland i'm sorry no i don't think that is i listen what the perspective that i got about janet jackson that I always have felt like there is a sweetness about her. Very. All right, fine. Okay, there, there's a sweet. sweetness about her that I I just... And, and also the fact that 
think about it if you're the youngest of nine in that family. In that family, yeah. and and then the next scene is sort of like you know she's like really like in amazement at over how small the house was, but she just had nothing but the happiest memories. And then they showed, and she really gave flowers to her father about how he, you know, got the kids this Motown deal and went to Vegas. And the next thing you know, you're in Vegas, and then they're superimposing '70s Vegas, and they show a clip of her. Going on stage in Vegas in like 1972 or four, and she's seven. Yeah, okay. 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 She said this was not a family friendly Vegas, and they showed old things of the 70s strips, nudies. And so you would get little, like, she would allude to something, but then pull back, you know, and we saw her, you know, like how she was got on good times and fame, but it, and, you know, when she said at the beginning that it's just time to do this. Okay. You know, I thought, okay, you know, what are we going to find out? Like, I guess I did not know that Paula Abdul was her choreographer and for big sister, basically, for Control. You didn't? I, I had forgotten that. Okay, okay. And um, they had a lot of great footage of the tryouts for the dancers for that. And then... um um, they covered the James DeBarge and that she said, no, I did not have a secret baby with him because then they showed all the tabloid headlines and LaToya didn't make an appearance at all. Rebe, her older sister, did. And um, apparently the first big scandalous thing that Janet did in that family, like I never knew her hus- second husband, which we didn't know she was married to him until the they secret filed. husband, right. No, this is the second oh, husband, oh. Renee Elizondo, the dancer. He was so, he's the hands on the boobs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's that album. Oh, yeah. I didn't, okay. Yeah, and that the Rolling Stone yep. cover and her mom didn't like it, but that he, and then she, one of her dancers said, well, Renee kind of developed a little pill problem. And then the next thing you know, they go to Hawaii. Renee documented everything, and she's just like, I was just done, and I had to be done. And I mean, so, but you didn't really know why, but it showed what a creative team they were together. In how he choreographed, did right. the choreography. They showed one little spat between her and Jimmy Jam when they were doing Rhythm Nation when he told her he wanted more emotion. I mean, it was like, I was like proud of her, at the, but I wanted more from her. So she would take you like almost up to the top of the hill, but not take you over the edge. Yeah. It's and and Renee sought money from her, but then she okay. didn't say how much money. I guess okay. he got paid about $10 million. She did say, you know, the... The, the the director was like, well, how did Michael's, the allegations affect you? And she said she was guilty by association, but I, I know Mike never would have done that. But there was no probing. It was very much, she was controlling what the director sure. was Here's showing. the questions people want to know, and I'm going to give you just this much. Yeah, she okay. went very light on Justin Timber. Yeah. Like She just said her PR advice to him was just not say anything at all. Mm-hmm. To really? blow over because he him. called her and said, "What should I do? What should I do?" And that would be the old school way: never complain, never explain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said he forgot to stand up for her when, you know, Les Moonves said, "If you cry for me, you can come to the Grammys." Mm-hmm. But I've already disinvited. Yeah, that her. was horrible. She did not go. They just showed that MTV and VH1 uh, quit playing her music, but they didn't name Les Moonves the sexual predator who got fired from CBS. I mean, she would like. Go to the ledge and then come back to the ledge. Go and go back. But at the end of the end of what she didn't say one thing about 
the third husband who she had the baby oh, with. Oh, which I want to know about. Okay, NDA. Yeah. You know, remember his he company. He was a billionaire. He was a billionaire. Balenciaga really? and all yeah, these French Yeah, he's designs. just, and she has to live wow. in London because they have to raise their child. Yeah. yeah. And they did show some great footage of just like what an absolute superstar, you know, that Rhythm Nation tour mm. and the velvet rope. And I mean, that all the songs that she has, you know, she's like had seven number one hits off of the Rhythm Nation album. I think it is. Maybe we should just hear a little Rhythm Nation just to like feel it. It was just, you know. It was fun kind of seeing that, but it was... Everybody's kind of said the same thing, like what you're saying. It was just sort of, you know, give us something, but we really didn't get much. It was clear who was in control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to describe it as food at an all-inclusive. Nothing's hot and nothing's cold. (laughs) Here's Rhythm Nation by Janet Jackson. Well said. (laughs) Her dancing was was so good. I didn't realize that she wrote as much as she did. She did say that she was an emotional eater, and she had been an emotional eater all her life. Yes, her entire life, yes. And, you know, that about her brothers teasing her and everything. and But she said, but I tease them back, and that's siblings. But I thought that was a... So I, you know, I just wanted meat. a little bit more. You wanted meat. And you I, got a vegan meal. We got more from the <laughs> malfunction, the New York Times reporting yes. on the malfunction yep. in that documentary than we got from her. That's for sure. Yeah. And so, didn't they like say that this was going to be her way to give her oh, yeah. voice, her side of the story? But yeah, it wasn't, right? I mean, it's it was. She is so used to. Having people take advantage of her, I don't think it's completely possible for her to completely to be open herself. up. Yeah, be herself. There's been so many things. There's so many uh, sensitive topics. Do you think to she cover. was abused? No, but I think right. that it was it, like she saw a lot of things before you would want your kids to see and know. I think Got you it. have a childhood. Didn't they showbiz. say something like well, David Bowie? Yeah. David Bowie offered them. Oh, that was just little. That was such a. That yeah. got blown out. Yeah, I mean, okay. he just came to a party at the Jackson yes. family compound and they'd never seen cocaine before. And yeah. she didn't even name what the drug was. Right. Yeah. You know. But that whole family, the youth part of it, missed out on their childhood yes. for sure. Yeah, definitely There's for no sure. Question. So, I mean, the girl and I were glad that we watched it, but we were like, we didn't really learn anything. Now, we did learn Jermaine Dupre is a, a bona fide fool because he was her boyfriend. They were engaged. Right. She was ready to have babies with them. And he, she broke up with him because he was constantly cheating on her. Oh. And you know what he said in the documentary? What did he say? I'm a man. Oh, all okay. five two. He sounds like Sean Penn because isn't Sean Penn saying something yeah, like that this week? That's completely oh. different. But I'm a man. I'm like you <laughs> have Janet Dupree? Jackson. Yeah, you but had... again, no. again, no, no, no. It's all right. Well, all I'm going to say like. it has nothing to do with what you look like. Yeah. It has what you do with how the person makes you feel. That's true. But Jermaine Dupree, if you remember back when he was in his peak, probably at the same time as I this, I couldn't believe he yeah. was. She was Neither dating him. Me too, right? But he, would, he, he dated up so many greats. Yeah. He was a music producer who was a hype man. He really wasn't a music talent at all. No. So the fact that he had the queen herself right there and he screwed that up. Well, he wow. said, "I got so many women throwing themselves at me because <sighs> I dated." Janet Jackson, and yes, I cheated on her because I'm a man. So at least he did admit it. But right. boy, did he get dragged! Yeah, that's... and JT was getting dragged, and Les Moonves, and um, people were kind of remembering some of the things, the spoofs that Janet or that Justin Timberlake did, making fun of the nipple flash and all that. But she went very kind of. She just was like, 
Well, I think you described it. I thought you were describing, even though you didn't watch it. It was well, good. but that's how I will describe food not at an all-inclusive. Mm-hmm. Nothing's hot and nothing's cold. Yeah. <laughs> how about this? Jermaine Dupri's net worth, $2 million right now. And mm-hmm. Janet Jackson, well, obviously with her... You know, uh, but she's about two hundred million, hundred ninety. Yeah, so I'm from her Jermaine career. Dupree's. Oh and, yeah, and you got so all you the think women, if but... she's two two ninety from her career, and Britney's fifty, one ninety is Janet Jackson. Oh. That's why oh. Britney's net worth never doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And yeah. they had some people that good that weighed in and stuff, but yeah, hundred and ninety million. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but. Um, She's yeah, closest with her brother. Yeah, light on the salsa. Yeah, light, light on which you all can't that. get at an all-inclusive either. You That's can get pico de gallo <laughs> with a lot of onions. I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth. <laughs> all right, listen. We come back. It's time for the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Hello, Holly. Hi, Holly. Happy Monday, Lori and Julia. Mm-hmm. Let's start this Monday dirt alert off with a little uh, celebrity church scandal that's happening over oh. at Hillsong. Oh. So, the founder of Hillsong, Brian Houston, has agreed to resign in full. Now, this move comes amid numerous scandals and an ongoing court case accusing Brian Houston of hiding his late father's sexual abuse of children, all which Hillsong <gasps> has denied. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, Hillsong is the same church. Remember Carl Lentz? Yes. yes. This is that same organization. Justin Bieber. Yes. Justin mm-hmm. Bieber's former pastor who found himself in a world of controversy once it was revealed that, he, you know, he was having an extramarital affair oh boy well you know trying to be a spiritual leader at the same time so people were having issue with that oh the white of the lace the black of the leather <laughs> yeah i was waiting for you there, it is. That, there it is there Stick it is <laughs> we know what we're gonna get yeah yes, yes. you but don't disappoint true. it is so true when people want to get in your business then yeah. they usually are the ones that are the dirtiest of all yeah, now uh, Brian Houston's attorneys have informed the court that he will plead not guilty to the allegations. And uh, so, you know, they're going to be working through th- some things in private. Okay. Yes. Uh, Kathy Hilton over the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills seemingly begs her husband Rick Hilton on Instagram for help amid the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Aspen trip. Oh, I'd give anything to be a fly on the wall there for so, this filming. Yeah, so Kathy commented... Please call me. I need to get out of here now on Rick's Instagram feed over the weekend. Mm, These mm, comments mm. have since been deleted. And this was just a picture that Rick put up of what looks to be his backyard saying TGIF. And then Kathy puts the comment, please call me. I need to get out of here now on that post. Oh, geez. So what's going on here? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. 
Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Well, I think that there, there some kind of a riff happened, some kind of fight happened in Aspen because both Sutton Strack and Garcelle Bouvet unfollowed Erica Jane in the middle of last week on oh. Instagram. And then the next day, Sutton Strack refollowed her and said she was taking the high road. So whatever they're filming, it's high drama. And it's in Aspen, and, and the which thing, I appreciate. I appreciate changing mm-hmm. locations and yes, venues. But, but I'm just going to say, whatever it is with Erica Jane, she's a bully. And, and, and she doesn't care what people mm-hmm. think, which at some point you might have to give a hoots patoot about somebody besides yourself. Yeah. She's a painful, hard woman. Yeah. Uh, now, according- Makes me want to know exactly what happened and watch it. <laughs> yeah. I know. Which is terrible. Uh, now, Page Six is reporting that a local ran into the cast at a coffee shop in Aspen on Saturday and tweeted that, quote, some bleep clearly went down between them. This fan further claims that, quote, Erica Dorit and Diana have left the house and haven't been in contact with the other ladies. But a source also tells a, a Bravo gossip, Queens by Bravo, that the trio... That would be Erica Dorit and Diana are still very much in Aspen, just in a different location. So they had to be separated. Oh, my word. Wait, say that again. Who had to be separated? They, they had to move into different. They left one. They had to get different accommodations. They couldn't all stay together. Oh, Garcelle and Sutton probably moved out. Yeah, well, and it seemed well. It seems like Erica Dorit and Diana left the house, mm-hmm. so they're the ones who separated themselves from the other cast mm. members. And they're still very much in Aspen, though. They're yeah. just in a different location than the other housewives. Now, it's unclear. Page Six reports about what situation Kathy was trying to escape from. Her rep didn't re- uh, turn a comment to Page Six, but uh, she's uh, still a friend of the cast. So, wow. <laughs> She doesn't like to get in any kind of fight. She and Paris were on Watch What Happens Live last week, and they were hysterical together. The Those mom, two could have a show. Yeah, yeah. the mom and the daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think that they could be in their near no, future? No, 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 they're too busy. Neither one of them will do that. They don't want it. Now no. that the Paris Hilton wedding reality show is over. Yeah, boy, she promoted ways. that hard last yeah, week. Yeah, she did. Ooh, yeah, I know. She was on every single couch doing mm-hmm. that. And did anybody watch? No, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> I watched her cooking show for one half a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched a few of those episodes. It, it wasn't fun. Yeah, I mean, it was. I understand why it got launched, the cooking pair show over on Netflix, but uh, it didn't they don't go together. A, well, it didn't have a lot to offer. Yeah. And, it, you know, it was canceled after one season, and I think that's probably the right thing to do. NeNe Leakes has sold her Georgia mansion for $2.6 million, excuse me, which is about half of NeNe's initial asking price. Oh, all right. Five bedrooms, seven bathrooms. It sold last Tuesday. It's got a resort pool, some waterfalls, 10,000 square feet in the house. And uh, she listed the home for $4 million, double what she paid for it back in 2015. She was able to make a half a million dollar profit on it. 
It was where she and Greg yeah, lived and when she filmed yeah. Atlanta, so she just probably wanted to get out of there. Yeah, just leave. Uh, over in the world of cable news, I know we don't talk about that that much here on my talk, but making headlines on all the trades and major publication is that Rachel Maddow is taking a weeks-long hiatus from hosting her nightly MSNBC talk show, and she's going to be working on her own projects. Just taking a week off? Well, a couple weeks. Oh, a couple weeks. Yeah, so she's going to work on outside projects, and there's going to be a couple of guest hosts beginning next week, and it will last, quote, a few weeks. So they're being kind of vague about it. Well, imagine doing that show Uh, over all this time uh, and covering all the intense. I don't know how she's done it this long. I would hate it. I mean, I know she's got a producers and team, but... It'd be exhausting always being, being negative. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, isn't that she's negative? I mean, no, she's but I know. But bringing, it's, she has to be quite she's up informed. on things. Yes. She has to be so informed. She's been informed since 2008. Yeah. Wow. So, I yeah. take it, my brain would hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, she's going to take a couple of weeks and work on some other things and not be in front Which of I the think camera. the Hollywood speak is they're negotiating a contract. And um, I thought she already signed. Maybe she did. Maybe I feel she like did. she Maybe already this was signed. part of it for yeah, her to I have. Some, some kind of a break. Some mm-hmm. outside joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Justin Timberlake, knowing that the Janet Jackson documentary aired over the weekend, eh, Jessica Biel is celebrating his birthday. with a. With, they're having an 80s party because he's an 80s baby. Happy oh. 40th birthday, Justin Timberlake. Oh, he's only did 40. You, did you watch that I documentary? I feel like he should be older. <laughs> um, yes, he should be older, Julia. And Lori, no, I did not okay. watch oh, you, the okay. documentary. Yeah. You know, it seems like the consensus is that you guys were just talking about yeah. the Janet Jackson documentary in the last segment. The consensus seems to be Janet Jackson isn't really offering up anything insightful. No. And well, she offered a few things, five or six things, but I, I, she doesn't, she can't trust her heart with the public. <laughs> okay. Well, which is fascinating yeah. because. Why bother making a project like this? I think that there was like, maybe maybe she wanted to give her brother a job. I don't know. There was a lot of footage. I have no idea. Right. It was like, maybe she just felt it was time. Yeah. In a little bit of a way to reclaim some of the stories. Because there was, they did show all these headlines and stuff about this. False super things about her. Yeah. I just, I could see how she would have a hard time trusting her heart with the public. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, fair then. enough. Exactly. Holly, thank you. you. You're welcome. And what do you guys think about this? Instead of happy blank, happy sex Monday. Okay, all right, everybody. So, um, I don't know where to start. I have so much news to get to, Julia. Uh, But I think we we will start. We're going to start with, um, have you tried Guided by Glow? The sexual meditation app. Oh, I heard about this, Laura. You have to pay for this. Yes, I know. They, they take you. Now, these people, it's not hot and it's not cold. They actually are supposed to take you over the top. Yeah, because <laughs> research from the Kinsey Institute uh-huh. has shown that 90% of women use in the sexual um, uh therapy or studying sex you know they use mental framing or scenario conjuring okay to to uh get aroused right okay 90 percent of women so glow guided by glow 
you got it. It's breath work, and they're. I guess it's somebody talking lightly, dirty in your it ear. Is, it while is. you're using, um, and so uh, you don't have to read something and focus on that. Or watch something. Or watch something. It's just something you can shut your eyes and relax. And but I don't want to pay for it. That's the problem. That was that my problem too, and I wanted to do, know if anyone wanted to pay for that. And tell us do about it in the it. bedroom with you know a little whisper in the ear while the other one does their thing. And well, make them but feel this is like solo meo. You don't yeah. have the whisper, ah. right? Right. And you just have the fan sound on your white noise app right <laughs> we had we had a water sound on our white noise app and mm-hmm. i kept thinking it was thunderstorming outside right right <laughs> because like the narrator it's got all these different storylines but then but it'll first get you breathing and then the narrator will start tell you to start touching yourself because a lot of women do not like watching porn up I, I don't go there. Okay. I, 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 yeah. maybe complete, I wouldn't. I don't want to. So, but this is just another, another I think thing. not a lot. I think the majority. Because people don't want to pay for that. But. For the, for the app. But maybe, maybe you do. Maybe you want to try it. Maybe there's a 30-day trial. I don't know. But it's called Guided by Glow yeah. for Android and Apple. It's available. Okay. And speaking of Kinsey, the Kinsey Institute, I was remiss a few weeks ago in remembering Shirley Zussman, 107, a sex therapist who was trained by William Masters and Virginia Johnson in a great show, Masters of Sex. <laughs> I was remiss to bring this up and I found it in my obit file. No, but she died no, in she the middle was... of December and she, she lived in her own home until she was 105 and awesome. she and her husband wrote this 1979 book called Getting Together, a guide to sexual enrichment for couples, but they had a book called Human Sexual Response, and they studied. Um, they begin helping people, and we don't really see them portrayed in Masters of Sex. But mm-hmm. remember when they start, um, people start being agreed to. Yeah, I'll I'll be probed and oh yeah, when and people agreed to be part of this sexual um, research research for mm-hmm. what's going on with orgasm yes. and uh, uh, um, um, ED uh, yes, advancing our information on sexuality and Ruth Westheimer who was a program director at Planned Parenthood and studying sexuality at Columbia University she took a course in sex therapy taught by Shirley and her husband Leon, who was an OBGYN. And Ruth Westenheimer is Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth. Mm-hmm. And it was the first experience, you know, for our buoyant Holocaust survivor and sexologist who became a familiar face on TV. They were trailblazers. It gave legitimacy that sex therapists like me needed. I wouldn't be talking about orgasms and neither would anyone else if it wasn't for Shirley. And Shirley also is the one who hypothesized in in her research that sexual pleasure is only one part of what couples want for each other. They want intimacy. They want understanding. They want comfort. They want fun. And they want someone who really cares about them beyond going to bed with them. And I think people seek that in every generation. But it was just, I mean, their, their stuff, her dissertation when she graduated um, in 1937 from the Columbia School of Social Work. Um, but she looked at, you know, husbands who were present, were starting to be present in the um, delivery room. Right. I mean, she was just like really an amazing woman. So Shirley Zussman, we wouldn't be where we are sexually speaking without Shirley. And I 
107. She lived alone until she was 105. I know it. So Now, of course, in the world of sexual research, as long as I'm there, there is no study that will be undone when it comes to penises. They can't study them enough. What's the latest? Wieners, wieners, wieners. Did we find out something new about them? Well, I mean, it's a tale as old as time, Julia. They're looking at the wieners. But also, you know, um, the bigger the shoe size, the bigger the penis. That's always been, you know, one of the things. Well, they have studied and studied and studied and studied the study. To see, is there any connection to penis and shoe size? And once again, um, the uh, BJU International Journal of Urology um, measured 15,000 wieners across the world. And... uh, Fifteen thousand. I want to know who's the one measuring all the wieners. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But they apply for that job. Apparently, average penis size is something we are forever obsessed with as a society. Absolutely. But there are no hard and fast rules. No pun intended. (laughs) When it comes to penis size, and a larger flaccid penis doesn't mean you'll have a larger erection. And just because you have a big foot, I'm not looking at you, Shaq. Doesn't mean you're going to have a big wiener. For all of us, size nines. That's right. Thank you. I, this is a very true statement. There's it no has nothing statistical to do. correlation no. between the two things. Yep. But if you are a big man, like a Shaquille O'Neal, and you do have a big old size 18, <laughs> the chances are you're going to have a big old wiener. Yeah, well, you know? I mean, just, just anatomy itself. Yeah. Makes so sense. we don't need a study for that, okay. but they just can't ever stop studying penises. No, and can't. I wish they would get on top of the okay, vagina. There's this one. <laughs> there's this one episode on euphoria where the one young gal is you know doing her online mm-hmm. sexual dominatrix stuff and yeah. the guy that oh yeah this is in the first season yes yeah hilarious mm-hmm. Here's a, oh i even say that on air oh <laughs> you, you say nothing but yeah. it was like a yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now here's another. <laughs> and that means nothing. It was nothing. Yeah. And he was a very big man with yeah. nothing. Yeah. No, that yeah. can happen. So it can happen. But I didn't see his shoe size. Right. <laughs> right. I was I mean, just so freaked out. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, but the fact that they keep studying it is just what blows me away. Right. I keep reading all these journals and everything. And I'm like, when the hell are <laughs> gonna... vaginas going to get equal time? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Now here is an interesting study. And, Anybody could tell you this that takes up the significant, you know, that, that, that this has been a fight about. But okay. dividing housework equally is just as important as sex in a relationship. Because mm. um, then there's no resentments. Yes. That yeah. is correct. One mm-hmm. of the most c- common relationship gripes has shown that it is that. And new research has revealed it is important to make sure you're splitting household tasks evenly with 53% of couples and this new research saying it's as important or more important than sex in their relationship. Well, I can say it's for more, for, for, you know, more important than sex. I'd in their, say that's a stretch, but it is, I understand it's right this. There. It's right there. It's, almost, you could say as strong, almost uh, as yes. strong. Yes, and uh, one in two couples think not helping, helping out with household chores is they, they, they can't stand it. It, 
It makes them you alive the... because why am I responsible to do everything while you get to sit there and do nothing? I think it eats up on people. You know, why do I have to do all this, 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 and this? It drives and... down your sex drive. Yeah, I believe it. Right thing. Yeah. yeah so... If you're mad at the guy, you ain't going to want to jump on him. Right. Or the gal or, or whatever, the gal. whatever right. it might be because yeah. right. it could be same sex. could be, you're right, it could I be. Yeah. Or it could be where really the husband does more than the wife. Yeah. And, you know? Yes. Yeah. You I never know. know. Casey, you know, he's like... He, Gave me the gift of having the um, someone cleaning who cleaned, lady. Yeah, my oh, cleaning lady gave me the gift of what were you going to say? Well, he gave me the gift he paid for a year. Oh, it's yeah. such a treat! Oh my oh, god, I can't even imagine. I've had one for one year of my life, and it's, it was the greatest year. Yeah, ever. and then you know he said if you like her, then you pay out of quote unquote your money. You know, right. and the, but he doesn't like when she comes to her house he because. She's, it takes about five hours, you know, mm-hmm. to just like really do, I have all hardwood floors and blah, blah, blah. There's just a lot of radiators. She, it's amazing it's, to me how long she takes that's because a long my time. people were in and out of there in a bus. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I've got, you know, three stories. I did. And, I, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. but no vac. I mean, I need my floors cleaned, cleaned because yes. they're wood. Yes. And Casey looked at me and he said, ah. Oh, why do we do this? And I said, so you'll always get laid whenever you want, basically. <laughs> Clean house, happy mo- happy lady. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And that is an excellent answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said I such... don't want to, now that I've experienced this, I don't want to go no, back. No, you don't want And not. And test me. Yeah. It takes a while to get used to. That's right, because you did it. I, you had I a cleaning lady for, for years, and forever. I didn't. Of course, you had three peers in the house, so you would need that just oh, for the I bathrooms had, alone. Right. Oh, three boys? Three yes. boys? Yeah. yeah. Dribble, dribble. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, Breaking My Heart, Pretty Brown Eyes by Men Condition. And John Bream has a story this weekend about on how TikTok has made this Mint Condition song from 92 uh, ahead again. Okay. Because it has like almost, there's almost more, almost a billion views according to Rolling Stones. And um, they're looking, they're speeding it up. And he interviewed uh, Stokely uh, Williams about it. The song has just kind of taken on a life of its own. And I think of that song, Dreaming by Fleetwood Mac, you know, the TikTok guy on the skateboard. Mm-hmm. Dreams, yeah. And it so. It was one of our most looked at Instagram posts ever. Yeah, when you did it yeah, with, down the hallway. Yeah, yeah. And so Breaking My Heart peaked at number three on the Billboard R&B chart. And, of course, it was produced by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. And it was sort of the height of, you know, mint condition. But most of the TikTok clips use a version of the song with Stokely's lead vocals sped up 
um, that someone posted last year. You know, when you speed up, yeah, it yeah, almost yeah, has yeah. that kind of a thing. So anyway, they're reissuing their debut album this year. But there's a lot of, like, you were just at Hootie Fest. 90s music is where it's at. Oh, I'm telling you. And he was just playing the Bare Naked Ladies, If I Had yeah. a Million Dollars. I remember how much fun it was when we saw Mint, Mint Condition. Condition at the pre-Super Bowl. Why did I think they were in studio, one of them? Well, Stokely has yes. been in studio yeah. with us a couple of times. But um, remember the Jam yes. and Lewis curated? Okay, that, that was so much fun. That was that and was the 40 really Below fun. Night. Yeah. So anyway, if you want to take a look at TikTok, they're having uh, that's kind of fun that uh, TikTok. They've is... got a senior influencer thing on TikTok. They did on the morning news. Oh, they this did. I just, I have so many friends, and I'll g- include you in this grant, who spend so much time watching those videos. I don't know that I would. I'm just. I don't know why we're so adverse to TikTok. What's wrong with us? Well, originally we had bad information about it. We thought everything was being sold. Well, it's because we're short. We have such short attention spans. Now. Yeah, that that's, might be. That's what our and I have a long attention span. Yeah, for some things and and I and think short for others, which and our younger generation is quick to please. Yeah, we are that way. We need instant gratification. So and then you can move right on and we can move right on. Mm-hmm. So you can watch 10 seconds, get a laugh, get another one, mm-hmm. get another one, get another one. That's just the way that this this society, I feel like, is going towards. And that's why TikTok does so well, yeah. because it's instant gratification. Yeah, it's short, fast, easy. Yep. Was someone happy about winning the, the choir of man? Yes. Amy uh, Scallon won it of Minneapolis and she was very excited. To it sounds it. like a fun show. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. So. Um. OK, so what else? You must be discombobulated. Bobulated. Well, you haven't gonna, said that I, once, but I, I you have I, to be. I know I'm not going to say that. I I know I have to but, go to the grocery store, so I'm so I'm not happy because you were. You know, it is like this whole bubble when you leave, and you know, just going to such That's a so fun, much fun thing and being with yeah. the girls, and you know, hopefully our Screen Actor Guild Awards are going to be happening at the end of February. I feel it. This weekend would have been the weekend we're normally there. We had all kinds of memories pop up Did on we? Facebook. You with in 2013 posing with the Bradley Cooper Silver Linings playbook, oh. um, in the at the Shrine Auditorium, and just kind of it's it has always been typically that last weekend in January because our friend Tanya Hart always celebrates yes, her birthday. Yes, I know. So I we did, still don't have anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, the show is until you know it's still a month away. Okay, I have to tell you. Yeah. So Grant. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Lori and I have this thing. Okay. Where I try to send her things to get her goat, and she does the same thing back to me. To get her goat, okay. Yeah, and she does the same or thing make, back to make me. make you laugh. Or yeah, to make yeah, me yeah, laugh. Yep, yeah, okay. And so, and it, for the past, I don't know, two and a half years, it's just been about Madonna's fanny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And, and no one believes it, but you and I were on this. And this literally is the only video, because they stopped doing... Videos on you and I mm-hmm. um, that is up on the Lori and Julia show pages this discuss- of, of the VMAs yeah. when Madonna showed us her, her new BBL. So yeah. we're just so and I whenever I see Madonna's fanny, I send it to Lori and vice versa. So I get a picture, <laughs> no comments, nothing, just of Madonna's latest. On picture Insta. of her fanny mm-hmm. and everybody thinks oh she didn't do that that's it's, not real it's and, photoshop right and we've been following this fanny for two years oh, at least the diaper butt 2019 stone stonewall Vill- or the stonewall village in or whatever that stone i can't something in new york city stonewall where she in. showed stonewall us yes. some of it and we were just like what, what has happened? she done yeah so i just makes me laugh 
that that's all I get from you is this photo. Yeah. And so I'm. it's late at night, and we had um, met some people, and we called their place the villa, the beach villa, because mm-hmm. we lived back in the shacks yeah. at mm-hmm. the resort, and they're right there by the band and stuff. And so we're at the beach villa hanging out and listening to music, and I'm in the bathroom, and I'm laughing so hard at myself. Perhaps I'm buzzed. I'm thinking, I'm just laughing at myself because I wear my body perks. No one knows anything. I yeah. had sweaters on and stuff. No one could yeah. see. So I did a video for Lori. And and I'm like, I'm telling her, Laura, I wear the body perks. And then I went through all of our marketing nipple lines. Like, don't be afraid to stand out. And men love them. Women envy them. And yeah. this is all of us. This is 20 years ago. And I'm just laughing at myself. And I'm peeing. <laughs> and you never beat it. You and I'm peeing the entire time. And I'm laughing. And I'm like, this is only for you, Lori. And that you sent me Madonna's butt today made me laugh so I know that's not Photoshop, people. Those are actual <laughs> butt implants oh. that just, she's put in. She's showing it to us, but hers don't. She used to have the best. What I liked in of Fanny is I like it when it dents in on the sides and like just looks so. Well, it doesn't. We it, don't. It's so strange looking now. I know. So, but anyway, that was my and so I never. So I sent something back to you and I said this is only for you with nothing attached and so I showed her the video today at work and I'm just like ah. <laughs> just for us yeah it's just for it's us. so funny yeah. oh lord anyway everyone have a fantastic Monday night we'll be back tomorrow at we will. show job done off you go